most of us aren't going to push ourselves past our breaking point. So when I'm talking about embracing the challenge, I am suggesting that instead of becoming defensive and like, ooh, I got to get away from this challenge. This is uncomfortable. We need to embrace it just like we do when we embrace resistance in our workouts. Ooh, here's a challenge. Now let's look at this as a puzzle. Huh. I wonder how I'm going to get through this. Well, this will be interesting. Season two is fast approaching and I am so excited to share season two guests with you. Um, so let's dive right in. Today we're going to talk about overcoming challenges and adversity because guess what? Challenges happen. Adversity happens. It's just part of life. It's part of the process. I often come to you with a story from my personal life and this is going to be no different. Um, last evening we had a um, we had a meltdown in our house. I think it was like a full on, on meltdown. And I'm not trying to overshare anything, but I'm sure a lot of you can, can relate to it's the end of the week and everybody's finishing up jobs. Our kids are finishing up schoolwork and it took longer than anticipated. So they were spent They're um, They were just at the level where it's like, I just need to be done with this. And so it just turned into a lot of frustration. And so by global meltdown, that's exactly what I mean. It's just a, a lot of frustration, right? And we ended up having this conversation as I was talking my son into bed. Um, I ended up talking with him a little bit about challenges. And here's the thing. Challenges are a reality in life. You are going to face them. And our attitude when we face those challenges is going to determine the outcome. In fact, that's been a quote that I've been saying a lot over the last several days to myself. My attitude will determine the outcome. I've been a five-star mom at all, and I had to own up to that and say, hey, um, so here's here are my thoughts on this. Here's how I think that we could maybe handle this better in the future. <laughs> and, um, and through that, we're discussing challenges. And, you know, when you're a kid, at least when I was a kid, I guess I thought that there was a point and, and maybe you didn't feel this way. I grew up in a really safe environment. And that was a that's privileged really in this world kind of anticipated that, oh, when you're a grown up, the challenges stop, right? And that's just simply not true. In fact, we know as adults that as we go further into adulthood, the challenges seem to become, you know, more frequent or um, larger than life a little bit. I like to prepare our kids for the reality of life. And it's an opportunity to change their mindset and to condition the mindset to, to prepare them for the reality of the challenges that they will indeed face. And the reality that I told my son was, hey, so this challenge that we face, that's not unique. And we're going to face other challenges. That is part of life. There's not a, oh, stop, we hit a magic spot and challenges are all gone, right? So the challenges are going to come. So a lot of times the attitude when it comes to a challenge is, <laughs> and I'm sure if any of you have children of your own, you have definitely witnessed the eye rolling not fair, it shouldn't be happening, Ugh, should be done this way. And, and we end up becoming very defensive towards the challenge instead of receiving the challenge. 
Okay. I understand that's a complete mind warp for a lot of you listening. What Julie receive a challenge. Yes. Receive the challenge as a gift. That challenge that we're being presented with is an opportunity for us to level up, right? It's an opportunity for us to grow and flex in a different way. Here's a quote I found um, as I was preparing for this. I found this quote, and I'm going to read it directly to you so I don't misquote it. It says, strength doesn't come from what you can do. It comes from overcoming the things you once thought you couldn't. Most of us aren't going to push ourselves past our breaking point. Unless you are some extreme sports type person, you're an ultra runner, you you know, you do these extreme type things, more than likely you get to you know a certain level of discomfort, right? And it's basically I would say there's comfortable, oh, I'm comfortable, this is fine, and then you get like just 10% into discomfort and you're like, yeah, that was good. Let's stop here. Most of us want to stay in our little warm, comfortable, cozy spot. Even if it's an unhealthy spot, it's comfortable. Yes. You heard me correct on that. Even if it's an unhealthy spot, most of us will choose that because it's comfortable and familiar, but we cannot grow when we are surrounding ourselves in the midst of comfort. We take our son to the gym to work out. He prefers the gym sometime. If you haven't heard the story about um, his perspective on outdoors versus indoors, it's a hilarious story. Drop me an email at the ask me how I know podcast at gmail.com. If I haven't heard that story, like haven't told that story, it's hilarious. All that to say, um, we take our son to the gym to work out. That's his preference. And we simply want to cultivate a healthy lifestyle practice for him in his life. He didn't have the resistance that he needed to actually develop his muscles. And as my husband and I were discussing this, uh, coincidentally, as we were going to do our our date morning workout together, um, as we're discussing this, we're talking about the importance of that resistance to build his muscle and to condition his body. See, for some reason, we accept challenges and resistance and we embrace it. We say, oh, yeah, we welcome. I welcome you challenge um, and resistance into my life as I'm lifting weights because I know I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to have better bone density. This is so fantastic. But we don't apply that same concept across the board. We just a la carte it. So when I'm talking about embracing the challenge, I am suggesting that instead of becoming defensive and like, ooh, I got to get away from this challenge. This is uncomfortable. We need to embrace it just like we do when we embrace resistance in our workouts. Ooh, here's a challenge. Now let's look at this as a puzzle. Huh? I wonder how I'm going to get through this. Well, this will be interesting. When we change the self on the challenges from defensive into offensive, we end up leveraging that for powerful, powerful good in our lives. 
I was dropping my daughter off at a birthday party and I was talking to my friend, the mom there, and she was asking me about some of the developments that I've had over the last year. And we haven't seen each other for, for a while, not a year, but you know, sometimes moms don't get to talk very much. And we were talking and I said, wow, I just feel like I'm on this yellow brick road. It's so exciting. And there are all these really amazing people and amazing opportunities. And I'm able to do so much um, powerful good. I am loving what I'm doing. And she's like, wow, that sounds amazing. It sounds like, you know, just kind of easy. And I said, don't worry. It does not come without the challenges. I said, remember Dorothy on that yellow brick road? Remember the monkeys that came after her and some of the other obstacles she faced? I said, that's what the yellow brick road is all about. The yellow brick road wasn't, oh, here's your life of ease and comfort. Hey, Dorothy, you're just going to have it easy as you walk to Oz. She faced a lot of challenges on that yellow brick road and she overcame. And as she continued on that yellow brick road and faced those obstacles, she developed a lot of confidence. In fact, that confidence is what helped her when she met the Oz and she was able to call him out, right? (laughs) So, but additionally on that yellow brick road journey with all those obstacles, she was also able to develop some friendships and alliances that served her well when she reached um, Oz at the very end. I recognize that uh, it's probably been a while since many of us have actually watched The Wizard of Oz, but it might be worthwhile to go back and watch and be reminded of um, the yellow brick road. It leads to great things, but it also brings and invites the challenges along the way. And we shouldn't shrink back from those challenges. So by changing our relationship or our response with challenges, we have an opportunity to invite some powerful, intense growth into our life. Speaking of some intense growth, I am going to give you just a brief update. Uh, Remember, way back, probably was it November already that I released the episode called Engineering um, Habits for 2021. And I explained in there how I was giving up my glass of wine. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. It might challenge you in some really powerful ways. Also, I wanted to give you an update. And I kind of said that I will update you along the way. And yes, I still haven't had that glass of wine. And yes, there have been some challenging moments. In fact, I've learned so much about myself and my relationship with a glass wine um, by foregoing it, that it's been really powerful and interesting. If you haven't done this sort of experiment in your life, then I highly encourage and recommend you um, just forego it. For me, most of you know, I'm foregoing that glass of wine for the entire year of 2021. And I know that I'm going to have some other pain points along the way. However, I also see the growth and the learning. Those habits are being retrained and recultivated. It is with great intention that that is taking place, but it is also fantastic. There, so you can see there are, there are a lot of different ways that you can challenge yourself, but you have to be committed. And that is something else that is growing within me. And that's something I was looking for. I wanted to grow that inner strength, that commitment and determination. If y'all know, when I was talking about the morning routine recently, I will not take the cold shower. And <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. And that's the reason I'm not doing 75 hard. However, 
um, I am cultivating that um, a certain level of commitment and strength and willpower within myself by putting some other um, stops in my life or changes. Another big change that has taken place, as many of you know already, I am using Brendan Bouchard's High Performance Planner. I absolutely love this planner. Oh, it is incredibly painful what I have learned from it as I fully implemented over the last three weeks. Yes, I was nice to myself and I did a soft start in December and just explored. And I did that. And I'm going to give, maybe this will help you give yourself permission to use Use tools in a way that will actually help you. Some of you might recall that I used um, the soft start with that planner because knowing myself, if I didn't do it a hundred percent, I probably would have quit. So I gave myself permission to say, you know what, just familiarize yourself over the month of December, get to know the different areas on this calendar, get to understand the concepts of this calendar. It's going to be a change. That's going to be okay. That's a challenge. Change is challenge, but that doesn't make it bad. So as I implemented this planner, Fully into my life in January, I had some real huge aha moments and terrifying aha moments, mostly around, in fact, 100% around how I use my time and the relationship that I have with the tasks that I am trying to tackle and the goals I'm trying to achieve. One of the biggest ahas is that um, you do a half hour breakdown of your time. And I'm going through this process because just as so many people will break apart their diet and track their calories and things like that, they want to know where where is where are the gains, where are the losses, how is this affecting me? Well, I'm implementing this planner because I want a window into how I'm going about things so I can level up my game. I want to accomplish and achieve things. I don't want to be spinning my wheels. As I'm looking at the use of my time, I notice this relationship. So I have a challenge in my life right now, and that's the relationship I have with certain tasks and projects. This morning, I met with a local friend who is, uh, we decided we'd be accountability partners. And once a month, we're going to meet and review our goals and see where we're at. And I won't lie, because of this planner, I knew exactly where I was at and where I was not at. And I was not thrilled being an overachiever. I was not elated to go and meet with my friend to only to say, well, so I learned that I have a bad relationship with some of my, my tasks. I have to use my time better. What I noticed though is that when I, I told her, and I almost canceled for real, I almost canceled and didn't even go, but I knew that would be lame. And I pushed through December because, right, everything you want is on the other side of discomfort. Like comfort, it that's fine, but what you want is on the other side of comfort. So I pushed myself through and I, I just showed up. I told her straight up. I said, hey, this is how I feel about today. I made myself come because I know I want more in my life and I made a commitment and I'm going to stick to this commitment. We had an exceptional time. And one of the takeaways I had was another aha moment with that relationship with my tasks. She asked me some questions and through those questions, I realized 
I was putting these really high expectations on myself. I was putting my project, myself, and my fantastic audience in a box. It was a completely unfair. And through this process, I was able to identify that. I know that that's going to help me moving forward. But when we're talking about adversity and challenges, oh my goodness, it's been a wrestling match. I feel like I've been arm wrestling a particular slide deck the entire month. Have any of you had that time, that, um, experience where you're just rolling over a particular task from day to day. And then as you're rolling it over, you're like, I'm so tired of seeing this task on my planner, on my calendar. I need to finish it. I need to be done with it. And it was almost like um, an elbow, just like leaning into me and just that discomfort of, I simply need to get this task off my plate. In doing that, I'm going to talk about something called necessity, right? And so I needed to raise my level of necessity. As I'm looking at how I'm going to approach tasks in the future, maybe if I know that that project is still a month out, maybe I'm not going to put it on my planner until two weeks before I need to actually have it completed versus an entire month before where I'm continually rolling it over. If I hadn't been using this planner, If I hadn't been willing to step into discomfort, if I hadn't been willing to have that conversation with my friend and accountability partner, all of these things would have just continued to lie dormant. She and I both agreed this month has been painful. We met in December and we expected to just be like entering January flying high. And that was our purpose. Let's get our goals done. So January 1st hits and we are running. We're not walking. We are on full on sprint, taking taking down our tasks and goals. But both of us had a similar experience. That was a pretty cool thing that she was actually having like a me too experience. And she had some challenges, some adversity, some setbacks, just as I had. But we also acknowledged that if we had not begun now, we might have come found this in the month of July and then had that regret of, wow, why weren't we doing this way back when? So it's better to lay a strong foundation. And when you are willing to face adversity and face the obstacles that come to you, you are able to accelerate your process. It sounds counterintuitive, I know, but you can't get where you want to go when you're hitting a cement wall every single time you're trying to go there. Since we're on the topic of overcoming adversity and challenges, I'd like to extend an invitation to you, my awesome audience, to come join my virtual book club. I'm launching um, a book club for the book, specifically The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And we're going to be diving into the book every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And it is a one hour long commitment and it is intense and absolutely fantastic. How do I know it's intense and absolutely fantastic? Well, I was running a virtual book club for Brendan Burchard's High Performance Habits during the month of December and January. That group wanted to continue on. They requested, they say, Julie, what's the next book? What can we do next? It is a high caliber group of people. They are people that want to level up their lives. They are committed and they show up. 
and they allow others to show up. They see each other and, and we're pretty honest. So we're into leveling up our game. If that sounds like, like something that you want to do, then there's a link down below in the show notes and you can register for the book club there. Remember, it is virtual. It is free. And this is only a five-week commitment. Um, the obstacle is a way is a is a very short read. It's a very um enjoyable read as well, but it's going to be a little bit painful. Okay. So let's be real. <laughs> it's going to challenge you as well. And there's no better way to go about that and to really draw the full extent of the book than by reading in community. Remember, it's only a five-week commitment um, versus the last one, the last book club was two months, but this five five-week commitment, my challenge to you is who are you going to be in five weeks? It's only a five-week challenge. And it's really not a challenge at the book club. So in five weeks, could you become, um, what could you overcome? What could you see about yourself? How could you um, show up? Check out the show notes. If this episode resonated with you, if it helped you in some way, I would be absolutely honored if you shared it with someone else so that they could um, gain and grow from it as well. Remember, this is grassroots. This podcast will only grow from awesome people like you. Just taking that moment to consider someone else and say, wow, they need to hear this. Thank you so much for your time and being awesome. Also, remember, I would love to hear from you. The exciting part about season two is that you have some direction and influence over the podcast and where it's headed with its content. Trust me, I have no shortage of ideas, but I would love this content to serve you specifically. So if there is something that you would like for me to discuss, to do some research on and bring to the table, don't worry, I won't call you out and embarrass you, but shoot me an email at askmehowinowpodcast at gmail.com and let me know what you're thinking and let me know what would serve you well. It could be um, guests you think I should interview. If you have any suggestions, recommendations, feel free to drop an email there. And it could be a topic for a mindset episode as well. I value you. I appreciate you more than you understand. Um, And until next time, remember, it's just one step up, one step better, one step every day. That's all it takes to find your freedom. 